Hey, everybody. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Sofa Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 204, Something is Missing, Figure It Out. Oh, today's show notes are, can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 204. So I want to know what's missing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to teach you how to figure it out today. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, of course, about decor. Exactly. Uh-huh. I get a lot of people who say to me, or in person, or in an email, there's just, I don't know, I my... I thought I my house looked good, but there's just something missing. It, oh, just, yeah. It's just not, you know, it just hasn't hit the mark. I'm close, mm-hmm. but what is missing? So how do we figure that out? How do we help our listeners, readers, friends, relatives, mm-hmm. countrymen? How do we help them <laughs> mm-hmm. figure out mm-hmm. what is missing and how they can fix it? In an easy way. And I think this is a very common dilemma. So if you have a room that something's off or you think, gosh, what is it that's, what, what am I missing here? What is missing in this room? You are not alone because I know that I've said that and I can probably bet Kelly and Anita have said that oh, too. Oh, for several sure. Yeah. So we're going to give you some helpful hints to think about when you're looking at a room and going like, oh, it's missing the mark. You know, what is it or how could I make this room better? Mm -hmm. So today's the day that we're going to give you all kinds of tips and things to look at to figure out what is missing in your decor. All right. I'm going to, I'd like to say this and I'm going to give another shout out. This was Anita's best ever. Like we call it the tip of the century. Take Uh a picture of the room. Uh, definitely with smartphones and things take take several pictures of the room mm-hmm. and look don't look at your room look at the pictures because i think pictures can really it's like having a fresh eye it gives you a different perspective for some reason and sometimes you can see what it is that's standing out or not working like a sore thumb i think that's a that's great advice and it's a good place to start anita yes yes and i looking at photos that people send i can tell you one thing that i see missing that's probably the thing that i see missing the most often Ooh, what, what is, is that it? give us a hint or do you want to just tell <laughs> well it has to do with size Oh, and the that, thing is the scale? properly scaled, properly oh. sized accessories. That is what I see missing. So here's oh. what happens. So let's say mm. it's a mantle and That's somebody a puts a couple things there and they say something's missing. Something is not right. And so they don't know what's not right, but they think, you know what? It feels not full. So rather than switching the things out, they're too small. Rather than switching them out for something larger, they keep adding more little things. (gasps) Yes. Big no, no. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have that on my list. My Mm -hmm. goodness. So by at some point, then you have a clutter kind of, you know, thing going on. Mm -hmm. There's too much there. And then it still doesn't look right, but it's kind of like, now what do you do? So Really look at the scale of your items because I think that's what's missing often is the properly sized item. And here's a little secret of mine. When I go shopping, it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid and um, we would go out to eat. And when they would ask us what size ice cream cone we wanted, we always said, 
large. large. I thought you were going to yeah. be yeah. big, the biggest large. one you have. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is the same approach I take with accessories. If there are three <laughs> sizes, mm-hmm. I always, always, always get the largest one because the smallest one usually is too small. And sometimes the medium is too small as well. You really wanted to have some presence and think about it. You're putting it on a mantle that's what five feet long, or perhaps on a buffet that's four feet long or five Mm -hmm. feet long. Think about it. If you have something on there that's two inches tall, it's going to be dwarfed. And think of this larger mm -hmm. and less. Right. So you Mm -hmm. want something more like maybe 10 inches or two feet tall. Right. Right. And then just fewer things. And then if you have lamps there, you know, make sure that they're sized properly too. But usually they're not going to be, you know, three inches tall or something. So, oh, yeah, so that's I my think first tip. that is, uh, ding, ding, another really fabulous tip, Anita. And that is such a common mistake. And when um, some of my clients send me pictures of, of their house and ask me, what is it? And I think there's sometimes a lack of cohesiveness. Oh, Yes. That, I think the, that's happens. Mm, and you know, I think that's the hardest thing to do though, is to have this cohesiveness to pull a room together because a lot of people are good at just picking out beautiful things, but then bringing it all together, mm-hmm. that's a different skill set, a more, you know, elevated skill set. And I, well, but I think the buzzword for that is to curate your look mm-hmm. and give it a curated look. That, and that just means looks like it's been collected on purpose. You have a purpose for everything that you put there. Everything goes together. But I always want to tell my clients, oh yeah, that that's a, a lack of cohesiveness. They have a great sofa. They have, you know, really neat lamps. Um, they have a rug that doesn't belong there. You know, that, that things just don't go together. And it's not not that they have a problem with finding lovely things. They have a problem with finding lovely things that go together. Mm -hmm, And I think that you have to have always when you are putting something into a room, do it purposefully. Don't just because you need a side table, throw any old side table in because that, you know, next to a chair, next to a sofa, that's not going to work. So you want to make sure you have the proper size, the proper scale, that it works and all the furniture gets along very friendly and they complement each other. And that's so important. I'm an overstuffer. I can put so much stuff into a room. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to keep in mind that that uh, rooms need breathing space. Good and point. Yes. When something, something's spaces. missing, you think of a something. Maybe it's right. a, a non-thing. Oh, oh, that's right. White space. Yeah, you need those empty Mm -hmm. spaces because, again, if you don't have them, the room is going to feel cluttered, overwhelming, and kind of closed in. So you want the room to breathe. Yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us make the mistake of we put too many things in a room. So if you think something's missing, maybe white space is missing, and you should take out a few pieces and see how that looks. These are such good points. I mm-hmm. didn't have either of these mind-blowing points <laughs> that two of you have made on my list at all. And I thought, wow, I gave this a lot of thought. So something I do have on my list is I often see rooms where everything is low. It's either oh. eye level, and my eyes are pretty low to the ground, you know, five and a <laughs> half feet. Uh, five, what am I? Five foot two, three five and a half. Two. Oh, five. five foot three and a half needed to uh, I doubt it, much, but okay. I'm not much, <laughs> I stand very tall for a small person. But anyway, 
low, you know, so eye uh-huh. level or below, like the sofa line, then the coffee table, then maybe there's a rug, you know, and they might have some something on the wall, but maybe it's not mm. hung right. But even hanging a piece of art or something on the wall, to my mind, it's not up high enough. You're only taking advantage then of the bottom half of the room, right? Bring your eye up, whether that means having a standing lamp or a a standing planter with maybe a fern on it or something, or bringing a um, curtain rod as high as possible, or if curtains are not working or drapery is not working because of the configuration, maybe creating a cornice or putting some sort of fabric valance mm-hmm. on top. Bringing the your eye up mm-hmm. is very important in a room, and sometimes it just looks like almost you almost feel like you're kind of crouched, right? Because you're looking mm-hmm. and everything's just. Uh, you know, low. Yeah, so it's on one visual up. plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one visual plane. Absolutely right. Something else that rooms sometimes are missing is personality because the owners are kind of focused mm-hmm. on, I mean, which is, this is, listen, we do this all the time. We imitate other people. We all do it. And I think it's a great thing to do. This is mm-hmm. how we learn by kind of seeing things done somewhere else and doing That's that. That's right. That's but right. While you're doing that, you still want to incorporate your own personality into your house uh, because you want it to have per- be personalized. So even if you're copying something else, add that in. I think that's really missing if you don't do it. And again, it's going to feel like something's missing. It feels too maybe generic. Mm. So if you like something in particular, for example, I love dishes. So one of the things that I did was put uh, plate racks on either side of the windows in my breakfast room. So, and then a lot of glass doors in my kitchen so that you could see the dishes in there. So you know, think about what it is that you love and how you can really add that to a room. Not only will it make the room a place more so that you want to be, but it's going to infuse personality. And I think people will love coming to your house. I know when I see somebody's personality in a house, I love it. Even if it isn't my particular style, I thoroughly enjoy seeing something unique, new and different. That's a good way to put that, Anita. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing. And this is like a secret weapon. It is, it's like the decorating secret weapon. So lean in. And I think people don't think about using the secret weapon and that is texture. Oh, yes. And you know, the three of us love texture. We do. And I think sometimes you need to be purposeful about adding it. You know, where, um, what is nubby? What is smooth? What is, um, shiny? What is, uh, um, Bumpy, there's, you know, just putting lots of textures because your eye, although you may go like, oh, I love the bumpiness of that sisal rug. Your, your eye is seeing it and your brain is saying it, even though, you know, it, it may be very subliminal, but it is really, it can make such a difference in your room. So look at your room with a critical eye or take a picture of it and think to yourself, what kind of texture do I have in this room? And is there enough? And is it working? I love that you used shiny as a texture as mm-hmm. well, because I think people don't think of that, you know, whether it be mercury glass or silver or a or mirror or something mm-hmm. or a mirror, uh, that could be textural as well. And so that's a really good thing to think about is when you say the word texture, some people Sometimes people might just think a chunky throw or a pillow Mm -hmm. or something or a nubby couch. Good 
point. And speaking of mirror, well, you know, I think every room should have a mirror. Yes, I do. For sure. In Mm -hmm. fact, I think every room could probably handle more than one mirror. And it's not for, you know, gazing upon thyself necessarily, (laughs) although sometimes you might want to take a quick check before you leave the house. But it does so much. It being a mirror, it does so much for a room and will open up your space in such a way that other than installing a window, you really can't achieve that with any other type of decor. It adds light as well. Yeah. And light bounces off a mirror and um, it does. It opens things up and, and brings in some light. So having a mirror, that might be what is missing in your room. What about- Yes. And with all of this light, sorry, did you want to go, go right ahead? Go, go ahead, okay. Nina. So with all this light, why not add some plants? I mean, because something growing, something alive is something you really want to add to your room. I believe that it adds this feeling of life and freshness. And so you, I like bringing the outside in as much as I can. So I think it's fun to have some plants. I have a few that are struggling because I forgot to water them, but I'm not I'm miss trying Ivy. my best. <laughs> no, the ivy's fine because I have it under in a, a cloche. Mm-hmm. So, but there, I have a fern that's. I think I, I think it's doing much better. I gave it a good refresh. Uh, so yeah, I, they're they're doing fine. But yeah, but the lavender's outside for some fresh air and water. Are they on the rotation now? That I'm doing a bit of a rotation. Yes. yes, and then coming in, turns, coming back yes. inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, love like that. the fresh air fund for the plants. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so this is, I mean, some of them are vacationing. You out must in the have sun a spreadsheet right for that. I mean, how <laughs> could you even remember whose turn was it? Or just the, big the, like numbers on each one. Okay, plant number one. Exactly. You're this week. I have a, another very subtle one, but I think this makes a difference. In your room, do you have like shapes going on? I would say, you know, if you have. Um, a round mirror, you want to have maybe two other round things in your room, maybe a round, um, small, uh, um, side table next to a chair and a round tray. If you have like shaped objects, it brings, again, we're using that word cohesiveness into your room. So it's very subtle, but it makes a big difference. I That's have, a good point. yeah, I have a round, big round clock in my living room and I usually keep a round, um, big round basket with a vignette in it on my rectangular coffee table. And I'm, I was thinking about adding like a small, we have a tray that sits on legs. So it may really, it's like a small end table, but it's sort of, it doesn't carry a lot of visual weight. And I thought, you know, that might be great in the living room because I think I might add that. Hmm. Great idea. Something mm-hmm. else that might be missing, and we've talked about this on another episode, is symmetry. I mean, we've talked about the mm-hmm. need for symmetry and that even asymmetry is a type of symmetry. So think about the sy- symmetry. Think about the balance. Is there balance in the room? Is there is balance missing? So if all the tall furniture is on one side and the short furniture is on the other side, it's not going to feel balanced. And if if you have one color on one side and a different color on the other side, it's the same thing. You want to mix that up. You want everything to feel like it goes together and you want mm-hmm. that uh, some balance. And Anita, one way to achieve that, if mm-hmm. you like, I have a curio, which is very tall in my family room and I don't have another big, tall 
piece other than I've got built uh, my focal point, which is uh, my fireplace and build on bookshelves. So I used art on the other side of the room and it's big and tall. Oh, so it great. balances it. So your eye's not going, oh, there's not a piece of furniture that's big, but yet there's something on the wall that takes up that visual space. So right. I Yvonne, think I think really you've given- way to do balance. An, an excellent tip there. So if you have something tall and you don't have another tall piece of furniture to balance mm-hmm. it, try using a tall piece of artwork that'll be about the same size as that piece of furniture, the other piece of furniture that you're wanting to balance. I and you know, that is idea. such a good trick because I think people's rooms are off balance and mm-hmm. the, that's, that's really the quintessential, ooh, something's just not right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right away I think about, well, is my room balanced? Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I had said something about a focal point of my family room, which was my fireplace. Some people, their focal points um, fight. Like you have to look at your room and find one focal point. Now, some people can do like a another small focal point, but I think that takes a lot of decor savvy. So just make sure that you're, that you know what your focal point is and nothing else is fighting that for a first place that your eye is going to rest. A focal point is something that when you walk into the room, it's usually the first thing that catches your eye. So like when you walk into my family room, it's definitely the fireplace with the book uh, bookshelves and cabinets on either side. So I don't want anything in front of that that's going to fight that. So you want to be looking at a clean, um, okay, this is so obvious focal point. So that's what might be missing in your room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really true. The yeah. Fi- the fighting focal points is not a good now, thing. Yeah. And we have, we're doing it re- the final touches of our master bedroom. It's just been such a long process, but um, my bedroom is way not feng shui and our focal point used to be the bed, um, but we switched walls, which actually works better. And everybody who comes up to the bedroom says, oh, I really like this arrangement better. And my comment is it is not feng shui because you do not see my bed when you open Mm -hmm. the door. But what I, so I have this wall and I thought, the focal point has to be on that wall because that's the first thing right now. It's a blank wall, but I'm uh-huh. going to be looking for a huge armoire and I'm going to repaint it and redo it and, you know, put something on top of it and put a basket with a big plant beside it. So that does become a focal point. So you don't walk into the room and go like, oh, this room looks disjointed. Right. Or, you know, what am right. I supposed to be looking at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think another thing, especially for people who really want to up their decor game, and so they're really looking at their rooms critically. So, you know, maybe not the the casual observer may not think there's absolutely anything missing from your room. They may think it's absolutely perfect, but because you are really a decorator and you really love it and you really want to hone it, think about layering. That's sometimes something people yes. forget. You know, they get a rug, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe you should have two rugs. And maybe you should layer them on top of each other. And maybe you have a pillow, but maybe it would benefit from a lumbar in front of it. Maybe Just, you should have three. Maybe you should and have And a throw behind it. 
Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be on every single surface where you're layering and layering and layering. Mm-hmm. I so agree with what Anita said when we started out today, which is sometimes there's just too much and you're putting too many little things. Yep. So, you know, you have to, again, look at it critically. Maybe what you do is the Coco Chanel it, put it all in and then start pulling it back out. Mm-hmm. You know, so you say, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to layer. I'm going to get another, I'm going to do a jute and I'm going to put uh hide on top of it and then I'm gonna try a throw over here and then I'm going to have a twenty by twenty pillow and in front of it I'm gonna put uh you know a ten by twenty. I'm gonna try that. And you build the layers and then if it feels like too much and people are perched on the end of the chairs because there's so many pillows, then you're gonna want to pull away. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you can do, you know, I'm you know I'm saying when I say the Coco Chanel, how she said, you know, you I put it all that. on and That's then you take, take some pieces off, off before mm-hmm. you leave the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was tracking with you. Yeah. Okay. Stick with Mm -hmm. me. Stick with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a way to really up your game. And that might be the answer to your, hey, something is missing here. What, what am I, you know, what, what is this room lacking? Maybe even something behind the sofa, a kiln or something, depending on what your look is or a a linen Mm -hmm. throw that you don't necessarily toss, but maybe you lay out. Maybe you just need another layer somewhere. So think I'm, about that. I'm, I am so pro layering because I think it does. I think the better you become familiar and comfortable with layering, the prettier your home will look. Definitely. I think one other thing is to get friendly with Pinterest. Um, I think Pinterest is a really great place to see some really fabulous designs. And if you, if there's a room you just absolutely love, Study that room, go to the website, look, maybe they'll have other angles of that um, and really look at the rooms, look at them critically. What is it about this room that you love so much? And, you know, ask yourself, is it the shapes? Is it the texture? Is it the layering? Is it the pattern? Is it the furniture and scale? Is that the focal point? Ask yourself, is it because it has breathing space? Ask yourself all these questions. And literally, sometimes I print things out and then write all over them, which will help you be, get a decorator's eye. I think that's so important. And then transfer what you love about that. Okay, how can I make this work in my room that is happens to be missing something? I think that's yeah. such a smart thing to do because the more you look at beautiful design that you love, the more you'll be able to define your style, the things that you like that you want in your house. And then you can actually transfer that to a real life room in your house. I think those are good points, Siobhan. Mm-hmm. And that was well said. So I think these are a lot of things to think about, uh, some things that might be missing in your room. So when you're, so take some pictures of your room uh, mm-hmm. while you're listening to the podcast, or I guess now you've finished <laughs> it, but anyway, go take some pictures now mm-hmm. while it's fresh in your mind and see if there's anything missing, missing in your room. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. 
So until next time.